Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. J-Rod Concerts family, welcome to a brand new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this in every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. What a duo we have today, guys. LA-based Colin Cadence, fronted by Oscar Bugarin and Ray Cole, and a band rooted in harmony, harmony between voices, between songwriters, between genres like rock, country, swamp blues, and southern soul. And they have had great success this year, guys. They released in May their self-titled debut album, Available now, by the way, on vinyl, CD, and all that stuff at ColinCadenceTheBand.com. Features some great songs like Throw My Body, Just The Way It Goes, California Bartender, and more. And they are about to release um, next month a live acoustic uh, kind of uh, EP, if you will, with a lot of these songs. So they are kicking ass. They are a fantastic duo. You're going to learn their stories here. You know, Destiny brought them together. And uh, yeah, they're doing great. NPR has highlighted them. Uh, You know, WMOT here in Nashville has highlighted them. And they're currently as well on CMT with the single Good Day uh, on the rotation with the CMT 12-pack countdown, which is kind of a big deal. So happy happy for the guys. Super cool. They join us from a great guitar store in Southern California. And we talk about a lot of things. We talk about chemistry. We talk about... um, you know, uh, ghosting, we talk about Sam Cooke, Motown, influences, you know, and they also perform just the way it goes just for us. So stay tuned for that, guys. So without further ado, guys, let's get on with it. This is Colin Cadence on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. There you guys are, Colin Cadence in the flesh. How are you guys doing today? How you doing? Good, good, good. You guys coming from California? Yes, sir. Nice, nice. How's uh, how's California doing? How's the weather right now? It's kind of bipolar at the moment. It seems like it gets cold and it gets hot. So it's during the day, it's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, it feels pretty good out here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Ray, Oscar, it's great to see you guys. Of course, what a duo, what a band. Calling Cadence, so fun. I mean, the harmonies, guys. I mean, the whole thing. Makes us seriously just want to dance, like, sonically, production, the whole thing. Congratulations, first of all, on everything so far. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. And by the way, like, just the way it goes, like, that was the first song. And we heard it before it was brought to our attention, and we loved it. So we were really happy when when we got connected. And um, But, yeah, oh, absolutely. You. Absolutely, Oscar. Absolutely. But, but, Oscar, let me start with this. The sound of your music, like, it's an analog thing, right? Like, it's, like... The, the way you craft, it's not a production, it's not an effect, it's the real deal analog, right? right. It's all live live musicians, live singers, and it's our songs. Um, and and it, it was like a, a dream come true, you know, to do analog just like our heroes did, because that's the way they did it, you know, to make that pure sound. And that's kind of what we're going for, bringing some yeah. pure music back into the world. And it's it's beautiful. Like, you can just hear, like, the little tweaks that it's not supposed to be perfect because it's yeah. cause nothing is, you know. So, yeah, it definitely comes across in, uh, in the final product. And, Ray, when, you, when you're recording a song, like, just the way uh, it goes, you know, which is a hit. I mean, to me, that's just a hit. At what point in the process that you're with, um, with Oscar and, and, and with the band and the production, do you know that it's a good song, that it's going to be a hit? Do, do you have, like, a hunch 
Um, well, he's an amazing songwriter. So whenever he comes to the, you know, brings an awesome song to the table, we pretty much know that we're going to use it. And it kind of transforms throughout the process. So when he originally brought the song to us or to everybody, um, it sounded a lot different. So I think over time it kind of, you know, had a lot of things added to it that made it the sound that you hear today. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, totally did. By the way, Oscar, where are you guys coming to us from? I, I just want to tell my audio audience: is this like a guitar center? Like this is the most beautiful setting oh, ever. Actually, this is uh, this is California Vintage Guitars and Amps, oh, right next yeah. to the studio, which we um, which we recorded our album. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of beauty in there. Love it. Love it. Love it. There's a lot of beauty in here. <laughs> I mean, for a guitarist, this is a, where can you go wrong? Is it like a Toys R Us basically for you, Oscar? Like, like see you in five hours kind of yeah, thing? Toys R Us. Yeah, I mean, because you know, there's there's guitars here. We're in we're in Sherman Oaks, California. So yeah, this yeah, is it's a, a classic place, definitely. Oh. And um, Ray, let me ask you about uh, about this song, uh, ghosting. Uh, about, about the song about ghosting. I think it's obviously a pretty epic, and you know, you guys have this great single. It's about ghosting, and it's pretty timely, very genius. Where did the inspiration come from to grab something that is actually like a real life thing? But make it into like a banger, like a real, really good song here, danceable song. What? What? Sorry, what was the question? That yeah, the, the, no, no problem about ghosting. The idea to make a song about ghosting, you know. Um. Well, that was that was all Oscar's lyrics, and we loved it. I don't even think ghosting <laughs> was the original concept of the song. I think he just wrote a song based on like well, experiences he'd heard of. It was it was it was coming out of the feeling first. Like it's, it it came out with just like that groove, and like I was I was saying before, like it's. I was listening to a lot of like Sam Cooke and a lot of Motown and things like right. that. And I wanted to make it more updated and modern, I guess, you know, like a modern concept so people who don't know who Sam Cooke is can still like relate to that type of music and that type of feeling. 100%. And ghosting. And I, I hadn't really been ghosted like that, mm. like maybe since high school or something. But right. <laughs> so I was kind of making the scenario in my head and, and going off that feeling, you know. Totally. Yeah. When he started playing it, we just realized we were like, "This is a song about ghosting." Like everyone talks yeah. about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then perfect. the instrumentation kept building, and then it became this big, you know, song that it is now, yeah. which was yeah cool. Because I think I had written, I started to write the song maybe like three weeks before it mm. got recorded, and so and so yeah. it, it came into the world pretty fast. <laughs> sure. Really cool. Sure. No, no, it's, and it's wonderful, and it's danceable. It's not depressing at all. But Oscar, like you mentioned, Sam Cooke. You know, you mentioned Motown. You've been listening to a lot of this stuff. You know, and 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 it comes across like in songs like Good Day as well, like the whole thing. Um, why do you think that like this sound really is timeless, Oscar? Like it doesn't matter whether it's pandemic, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, like Motown, Sam Cooke. This is like something that is never going out of style. It's just that that good. That pure feeling in music. I don't know. For me, that's what it is, you know? And maybe there's a lot of nostalgia growing up with it. I mean, I yeah. used to listen to Carrots 101 over here uh, all the time growing up, and that played a lot of Motown and doo-wop and classic rock and roll. Um, so for me, it's it's like something that's just deep and deeply embedded into the soul somehow. And yeah. you know, what you listen to, it just makes you feel good. And it's recorded on tape, analog studios, real people. Yeah real musicians playing in real time. Yeah, it kind of makes sense yeah. that we would use something like Motown. Yeah. 100%, 100%, Ray. Ray, let me ask you about the timing of uh, of calling Cadence and a little bit of like, you know, quirky things that happened. Basically, January 2020, you know, you guys were getting ready to really launch the project, like a lot of big plans, you wow. know, 
you guys have this great timeline for 2020. It's going to be our year. And of course, you know, what happened, happened. Uh, was that a little bit of a weird time? And I'm talking about February, March, April, May. Like, were you guys like, is this supposed to happen? Like, take us into the mindset of those like your first few months there. Oh, yeah, super weird and wonky. And of course, we didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, we always kind of had faith that it was going to happen, but we didn't realize how much it would be pushed back. And we had already worked on the project a little bit right before the pandemic hit. Sure. So we were already kind of in the middle of everything by the time everything happened. And then we just kind of worked through it, like however way we could, like we're showing up in the studio with masks and, you know, bringing yeah. our own yeah. vocal mics and things like that. So we kind of made it work. Yeah, it kind of actually worked in our favor, I think, too, because our, our studio was being used only by our producer, Matt Linish. Mm -hmm. And so he got ample time to, to mix it for Love us. Love it. I love it. So it ended up working out great. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it, Oscar. And Oscar, you have such an interesting life story, man. I mean, not only a fantastic musician and artist in every way, but like, I mean, you did military service, right? I did, yeah, for six years. <laughs> for six years, exactly. And like, okay, tell us a little bit about this like Camp Lemonnier competition in Africa. Oh, yeah. Because you, know? you, you were like, you know, you're like, people may see you and they're going to hear your stuff and they're going to think that this guy from three years old knew what he wanted to do, but there were some doubts, right? Right, yeah. I mean, because I'd, I'd grown up, I, I'd never really listened to anything past 2000 sometimes. Most yeah. of the time growing up, I was listening to a lot of blues and things. And, um, and so I didn't feel like I had a, had a place to stand in the music, I guess, that, in a place that I wanted to be. And so I decided to go on with my adventure route, you know. I wanted to join the, join the military and see the world and, and live. Sure. I mean, my, I wanted to, to change my name to Elvis at one point in my life, but I also wanted to <laughs> To Indiana Jones when I was like three or four years old, right. So I had to indulge that side of me, I think, a little bit, and and do it for service, you know, for the for everybody here, because I'm just yeah. in this country. Um, but I I wound up in like a karaoke night. They used to do karaoke nights at the cantina in Africa, uh -huh. and I walked into a singing competition, and unbeknownst to me, and I ended up winning the two rounds there. And then they sent me back home early. And I got to work with a lot of amazing civilians who volunteered their time, who were vocal coaches and things like that. And so they, sure. they inspired me to get out and said, hey, what are you doing with your life? Like, do some, something in music. You got some talent to work yeah. on. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. So it was like your breakthrough. Who would have thought, man? Like, listen, we do this for a living. Like, you have a really unique path. Love it, Oscar. Like, that should be a movie sometime. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> like you're in Hollywood. Like, we'll get some meetings next time, you know? <laughs> but... um. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, totally. And and Ray, you as well. I mean, your story is pretty great. I mean, big family. I mean, tons. How many cousins did you have, Ray? Like a million? I don't know. Over like 20 first cousins. Like 20 first cousins, man. Like your grandma, like God bless her. You know, like, but, you know, when did you like realize like I'm an artist here? Like I am like the artistic fruit here of the of the lot. I mean, I've been singing since before I could talk, and yeah. I've been performing groups since I was like two years old. And I, my parents always knew I could sing, so they started me in piano. Musical theater, right? Musical theater, but I, st I started in piano because they were told it would practice, it would help train my ear. And thank God for that, and thank God for all the choir I did in high school and that sort of thing because. I got really good at harmony really fast, and when I eventually moved to LA later in life, I realized how helpful that was that I knew harmony just like second nature. Um, yeah. So started with piano, moved on to musical theater, and then I did acapella in college, and after college I joined a bunch of bands and started exploring like the band life. 
and yeah. I realize it's where I should have started from the beginning, but I'm just grateful to be here and to be surrounded by someone who's done the songwriting thing for so long that like I learn a lot of things from him. Totally. As well as, you know, have learned how to take influence from my listening history and write based on that. So it's kind of cool. Oh, totally cool. And for Oscar, it must be really cool for you that like your 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 mate here, uh, you know, she's she's got a great, you know, her solo stuff is stunning, it, you know. Sounds like time, you know, they're just beautiful, like stuff like that. And, you know, she does Adele covers. She can do all this. So the fact that she's got like a wide range, I'm sure it's great for you that you can like really play off of that as a songwriter, right? It is, yeah. And it's nice to have the the female perspective in life too, you know. Yeah. And to not just write from the male perspective sometimes. It it definitely helps to relate to other people. And she has such a different background. So it's, um, it's always nice to have her mind. Oh, thanks, <laughs> no, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, no, and we, 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 lo- we love your solo stuff as well. And guys, let me ask you about the band because you guys have a A plus, ten over ten band as well backing you. You guys are amazing, but I mean, Josh Adams on the drums, Elijah Thompson on the bass, you know, Mitchell Yoshi, yeah, Yoshi's on the keys, like that kind of stuff. When you, you know, there's a lot of talent in Nashville here in LA, but like, how do you know? when you can actually like have a chemistry you know what i mean like because you can put talent in a room but like what is like how do you guys know that like we can put our creative soul with these people and like we're gonna be in the same wavelength i mean half of that i think is kind of luck and half of it is is you know trying out a, a few different people too but man that kind of i mean to me that kind of happened really you know just, yeah I mean, yeah, we got lucky. <laughs> I think we got lucky just for the people that were producing it knew who they knew as well. So um, it felt like kind of meant to be. I had I had a good time uh, jamming with Eli and, and Josh. And I remember like the first time that we had started to fire up a session and we were just doing like a little hippie jam. In yeah. A&L. This is cool. Like, I felt like I was in a in a 70s session with these with these cats, yeah, with totally. these monster players. So I was very grateful to have them around. Man, super cool, guys. You guys have been, have been so good with your time, and I think you may uh, bless us with a song. We're really excited, but 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 let me ask you this as well, Ray. Let me ask you really quickly about the Cowboy Killers, right? Uh, One yeah. of the projects that you guys had, you know, there was some interesting stuff there. You know, what happened to that project? Like, what did you learn from it? Like, how do you look back on that? So o- Oscar and I were in a band before the Cowboy Killers, and he had the Cowboy Killers as a side project, which was mm-hmm. a duo between right. him and his partner at the time, Kobe Ryan McLaughlin. And right. so they needed a third part but they were looking for a dude to fill the role and they needed a guy who could sing lower harmony and he knew me and he was like I know this girl so I came in and filled out the lower harmony of everything which was pretty dope Um, yeah and then we uh, we eventually worked together for some time and then Kobe is an actor and had a lot of like acting things going on at the time so it just kind of worked out that it was just going to be us two. Um, so we renamed ourselves and kind of changed the format a little bit. And that's how we came up with Calling Cadence. Right. Love but, it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, and you guys have such great vibes. You guys are going to take the world by storm. We're excited for it, guys. So, so yeah. So, so what are you guys going to play for us? It's stoked to hear it. I think we can play Just the Way It Goes for you guys today. Right on. Right yeah. on. You guys want some Just the Way It Goes? Cool. All right. Straight from Sherman Oaks. Here Let's do it. Night, waiting for some love. 
that's just the way it goes. So, so come down easy on me, baby. Yeah. Won't you let me know? Yeah. If you're gonna put me down, I want you to do it soft and slow. Don't be cold. Cause I guess that's just the way it goes. But I don't ask questions I don't need answers to. And I don't give no reason but to look like a Just the way it goes, but but now I'm moving through these clouds of moon. Cause you can't hold me anymore down below. Just let go. Oh, just let go. Cause I guess that's just the way it goes. And I don't ask questions, I don't need answers to it. I don't give no reason to look like Is downhill from here, guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. That was so fun. Was that as fun as it looked like for you guys? Wow. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. When it comes right down to performing, we're just like, whatever. Let's yeah. just have a good time. And you so guys fun. got something special going on. We cannot wait to see your guys' growth and catch you guys on the road. Thank you for your time. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Take care, guys. You too. You've been listening to J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.